The Blue Jackets still suck at hockey, and the Metropolitan is still the toughest division known to man. That's today on Locked on Blue Jackets. Your Locked on Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Hayden Heilshorn. Not with me today, but with me usually back with me on Monday is my co-host, Jay Foster. We're here to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of your favorite team in ours, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Before we get going, thank you for making this your first listen every day. Locked On Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms. YouTube, hit subscribe if you're watching on YouTube and the SiriusXM app. Jackets lose 4-2 in opening night bout with the Metro rival, Philadelphia Flyers. And I, the Blue Jackets don't suck. I don't think they suck. I think, um, I think the Flyers came out and played motivated. I think in the episode leading up to the Blue Jackets and Flyers game, we talked about who were some of the big players that the Blue Jackets were going to need to shut down. Obviously, Konechny was on that list, I, and Cam Atkinson was on that list, being that he was playing back in Nationwide again, and uh, he's just a good player, and he had missed all of last season. A guy that we just completely forgot to mention who had been out for 22 months was Sean Couturier, and boy, did they miss him. I think that was evident. I think – the way that the Flyers played last night was a signal to the rest of the league. Hey, you don't count us out this year. You know, we still got plenty of pros in this lineup. Um, and they just kicked the crap out of the Blue Jackets, I thought. I thought the Blue Jackets could do squat in the offensive zone. I felt like the Jackets just weren't able to, to really get in rhythm the way that they had been in rhythm the whole preseason. Like, the whole preseason, Jackets were snapping the puck around the offensive zone. They really looked dominant game in, game out in the preseason uh, offensively. Even when they went on the road and lost some of those games, they still were able to create chances. And I felt like tonight they were able to create chances as well. It just – a couple bad mistakes went the other way for him. Zach Rolinski has a turnover early in the game, first period, three minutes into the game. Zach Rensky has a turnover, leads to a 2-on-0 – Joel Farabee and Sean Couturier hook up for a two-on-0 goal on Elvis. Can't blame Elvis for that one. And in fact, I, you know, I can't blame Elvis for anything tonight. Elvis actually had a really good game. I, I think everybody's first reaction when they saw the score was, oh, Elvis sucks. But uh, two empty net goals. So he only allowed two goals, had 35 uh, shots against him, had 33 of those saves. And uh, .943 save percentage. So that's up. So Elvis, good job. Hats off to you. Can't blame you for for that one. And, um, yeah, I just felt like – and then even there was another goal later in the game. Um, who who was it that got the goal? Oh, the other Konechny goal was also – the first Konechny goal, excuse me, from uh, Scott Lofton was also off of a turnover in the offensive zone. So Blue Jackets need to clean some things up. Cam Atkinson then had a goal later in the game. That was also off a turnover. So definitely some areas where the Jackets need to clean some things up. Uh, I think I think Pascal Vincent is the guy to get the job done. I loved just just I loved all the the pregame 
Um, just everything. Everything's great. Opening night vibes were fantastic. I Again, I just think we got to credit the Flyers in this one. They just played a tough game. But I was going to say about Pascal Vincent, they interviewed him before the game. They showed that interview with Jody Shelley. I think he's the guy, man. I think he, I think I I just I owe everybody a huge apology for ever thinking that Mike Babcock was the right coach for this team. I think uh, Pascal Vincent is going to be a good coach for the Columbus Blue Jackets, and they got a lot of film now, and they got a whole sixty-minute game tape to work through before they get ready to play the New York Rangers. So I'm not totally worried. Like, oh, Blue Jackets lost this game. They suck again. I said that at the beginning, but that was my initial reaction. I was like, oh, we suck. We suck. We suck. We suck. I, I hate this. This sucks. After a night's rest, I think we can all agree it's just one game. The, the Flyers had a great game. I mean, maybe people in the moment were able to realize that. I certainly was not able to. I was like, this, what, the, what, the, what the age is going on? Like, how is Zach having turnovers? Like, it's just, it's whatever. Um for one thing I did take from last night that I think we can all agree on is Adam Fantilli looks phenomenal. He had – he should have had – he did have his first point last night, right? Yeah, he had his uh, – he had his first – he had the assist on the Jake Bean goal, which was nice to get Jake Bean in the mix again. That's something that the Blue Jays have missed is an offensive defenseman that uh, – is going to come down in those areas and get goals. And you saw that out of Jake Bean. I thought that was always a, a thing that he brought to the table. I actually think that's a thing that Adam Boquist brings to the table as well. But Jake Bean gets a goal off an Adam Fantilli assist. And that that goal, like, that's what we're used to seeing from this Blue Jackets lineup is just constant pressure, constant, like, great zone entries. Krill Marchenko had a fantastic zone entry on that play. Marchenko looks really good as well. He's the way that he's playing is that should get Blue Jackets fans excited. It's excited because he keeps possession. He enters the zone well. The Blue Jackets just got so many players that are so smooth at crossing that blue line that it's going to put a lot of heat on opposing defenses in in the Metropolitan Division. Now, Carter Hart was a tough cookie too last night for the Flyers. Man, I mean he had. 33 shots against, had 31 saves, uh, 0.939 save percentage. So it was a really good matchup for these two goalies that, as we've alluded to in prior podcasts, both of them are kind of being looked at by their fan bases as, mm, I think you're you're more of a fraud than I thought you were. But again, both good, both good uh, performances out of goalies there. And uh, yeah, I just... I, was, this was a tough one, tough one to lose at home. But again, I think the Blue Jackets maybe should just be able to shake this one off and, and move on. I got some more thoughts on this, and I'd like to get to those thoughts here in just a second. Uh, we got to take a quick break here on Locked on Blue Jackets. Talking more about this Blue Jackets 4-2 to loss to the Philadelphia Flyers last night. And, yeah, not a good way to start the season by no means. By no means not a good way to start the season for Columbus. Some positives that you take are I, – I keep thinking – I just I, – every time I'm like I want to blame somebody here in this game, I, I look to the turnovers – 
And if the Blue Jack, like if 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 Zach Wierenski cleans up his zone entry on that first goal, that you take that goal off the board, and then it's a one-one game in the third period. So it's like we kind of knew that this game. First of all, we thought that this game might just blow up and be a high-scoring game, like the Blue Jackets and the Flyers played all last year. The Flyers and Blue Jackets, when they got together. No team that the Flyers played scored more goals than those two teams. I looked it up the other day. They they scored, what, 31 goals between the two teams in four games? That's insane. That was not the case last night. Again, it was 4-2 games, so there were some empty netters at the end. But for, all, for, for everybody here, that was a 2-1 hockey game in the third period, which was an absolute torts game. Like we said, it could, got in, like it could get into it. The under hit, over-under was set at 6.5, so... We knew this game was going to happen, and Blue Jackets had some of their players that just got shut down. Like Johnny Hockey wasn't able to do anything last night. Gaudreau only had two shots on goal and was minus two. Uh, Boone Jenner had three shots on goal and wasn't able to put one in. So uh, Patrick Liney had five shots on goal. He got one in at the end, which is good to see. You like to see that that guy's on a point of game pace because, again, there was a, a point in the preseason there where the Blue Jackets were playing the Capitals. And I don't know what was going on with the preseason, but, well, I, I, I do know what was going on with the preseason. They weren't going to pay Bob McGillicott to do every single game, but um, which I think he did do every game, but they weren't going to pay him to do every game on TV, even though it was just a stream. It's early in the morning. I'm still trying to wrap my head around how the Blue Jackets lost. So if, I'm, if you hear me thinking through my thoughts actively, it's because I just woke up. I did just watch the entire game that I recorded. I was way too tired to to make it to la- through last night's game. I did not finish the game last night. I watched about a period and a half. Was like I need to record the rest of this. I went to bed. The as much as I loved the opening night stuff, that stuff takes way too long sometimes. I'm sure fans in the building just had to be like, "Can we just get the hockey game going? Like, do we need to do every single player introduction, even the ones off the bench?" And I don't even know where I was going with this other than the Blue Jackets could have put more shots on goal. I really think they did a good job peppering Carter Hart, but they could have even done a better job. Again, a couple of those turnovers, they just looked out of sync. They looked out of rhythm. The Flyers came in with a better game plan. I do think that is a result of the Flyers have had a, you know, a coach that's been coaching in this league for decades and the Blue Jackets had Pascal Vincent, who was just making his debut as an NHL coach. And as I said already, I think Pascal Vincent is going to be a very good coach for this Columbus Blue Jackets team. I just think we need to get into the season. He needs to sink his teeth into this film, figure out where are the small areas that the Blue Jackets messed up in because they cannot be losing to the Philadelphia Flyers, who they play again on – November 19th in Philadelphia. So long time before that, uh, what, like 15, 20 games, I think something between between now and the next time they get together with the Flyers. But I expect a better Blue Jackets team in that game. I expect a better Blue Jackets team in Saturday night's game against the Rangers. And I will talk about that game in a second. But just to wrap up here, again, the the – Special teams, I thought, was fine. 
except for the power play. I didn't really like the power play. It seemed like the Flyers were getting more chances than the Blue Jackets on the power play. That was frustrating and honestly a little bit surprising because I thought the Blue Jackets power play just looked so solid in preseason. This just goes to show like how much we can actually take from preseason and apply it to games right away. It, it didn't mean it didn't mean squat. I think if anything, the Blue Jackets maybe were a little too comfortable in that game last night and thought that they were just going to walk into that one and dominate the Flyers. But Flyers obviously had a different they had a different plan. Man, they they played tough, and I think they are a team that's going to play a little motivated this year. And yeah, they're going to be sneaky good team, sneaky good team. I think, especially with Sean Couturier back, Cam Atkinson, and Travis Konechny being back to his old ways. He had he had two goals last night. Konechny did so. This team could be very dangerous, and if they get Carter Hart going, like really going, I think he was solid last year. I think he's been solid. But if they get him really going, then they are going to be a threat in the Metropolitan Division, and we're just going to have to sit here and just suffer. We're just going to have to suffer a tough division, guys. It's it's. It's brutal. Thank God the Penguins lost on, what was that, Tuesday night. Thank God the Penguins lost. But as we look at the Metropolitan standings right now, uh, half the half the team is without wins, and that's because the Islanders and Capitals haven't played. <laughs> the Blue Jackets and Penguins are the two teams with L's, Rangers, Flyers, Hurricanes, and Devils all with a dub in their first game. So, yeah, this – Oh, man, it's it's so frustrating. It's got to be so frustrating as a Blue Jackets fan. I know because the Blue Jackets were only favored in six games last year. Six games. They were favored in six games last year out of the 82. And they start this one with a brand new defense, with a brand new coach, brand new young rookie. And... They're favorites, and they just get nothing done. They get they get no points out of this one. It's got to be so frustrating. It is so frustrating. I know I'm right there with you, but this is one where you just you watch the tape, you get through it, and you move on. You move on. I don't. It's 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 frustrating. It's frustrating, I know, but hey, long season ahead. Long season ahead. Everything was built up to this game. The Blue Jackets. Crapped the bed. We all saw it. But it's time to move on to the Rangers. Pack this one up. I think I I don't know if I have any more thoughts really on this game other than they have to clean up the turnovers. I thought they protected Elvis well. If you like, it's not like the Flyers were dominating the offensive zone at times. There were a couple moments that got a little scary, sure, but it's not like it was it's not like the Blue Jackets didn't protect Elvis. I will say on Elvis's part. He he makes that first save. So he does make that first save. He did make that first save tonight, which was huge. That second save is where it got a little bit crazy because he just he just gets all over the place in the crease. And sometimes I get a little nervous, like, oh God, here comes another goal. But that wasn't the case. The Blue Jackets were able to protect him enough. He was able to to play good enough to give the Jackets a chance to go win that game and go steal a point in that game where they trailed the whole time. Flyers got two goals in the first period, and they didn't look back. That was an absolute torts game. It was a torts game. Jonathan Tortorella is the king of Nationwide Arena right now, and he should feel that way because he had his team ready to play. They came in with a game plan, and they they beat the Jackets. They were, they're walking out of there with the W, so they got to be really excited. 
Um, Blue Jackets are obviously playing the New York Rangers on Saturday night. I will talk about that one in just a second here on Locked on Blue Jackets. NHL season got underway for the Jackets last night. We have been yearning for this. I absolutely love the NHL. I love the Columbus Blue Jackets. That's why I'm here. That's why you're here. And I know what you want to do is have some fun on the Sleeper app, not Game Time. You can buy tickets with Game Time, but I'm here to talk about Sleeper. What is Sleeper? Sleeper is the official daily fantasy app of Locked On NHL, and it's my go-to for daily fantasy sports, especially daily fantasy hockey. With Sleeper, you can win a hundred times your cash on daily fantasy. This, this stuff's so much fun, guys. Because I don't know about you, but I have a hard time getting 10, 15 people. That's a big league, but I have a hard time getting 10, 12 friends together. I don't have a lot of friends, but I have a hard time getting people together to play in a fantasy hockey league. So I get on Sleeper. I play daily fantasy hockey. You can do it too. Download the Sleeper app, use promo code locked on NHL, and you'll get up to a hundred dollars match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's locked on NHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. I cannot stress that app enough. It is the best fantasy app. I use it for fantasy football. It's just tons of fun. So I highly recommend you download the Sleeper app and get playing today. All right, Blue Jackets taking on the Rangers Saturday night. The Rangers, they're going to be a tough customer, guys. They're going to be a tough customer. They just beat the crap out of the Sabres last night. Five to one. So that's a little scary. Don't get me wrong. But this is the NHL, right? There's a lot of parody in this league. The Blue Jackets, I think they feel a little bit feel like they probably feel like they got pantsed last night. <laughs> they thought that they were supposed to win that game. The crowd was amazing last night at nationwide. And they probably feel bad that they didn't get a win in front of the home fans who, again, for another night at nationwide, packed the house. And yeah, you got the Philadelphia or not the Philadelphia Flyers. You got the New York Rangers coming to town on Saturday. We know what they're going to bring. Alex Lafreniere, he got a goal last night. He is on a new two-year deal. That first round, that first overall pick from a couple, from a, from what? What was that? 2018-2019? He's tough. He's He had a goal last night. Granted, he's, he's a product of what is a very talented team, and he's playing on the line with Artemi Panarin. Like, they're going to be tough. They're going to be tough. That top line, you're looking at Mika Zibanejad, Kapokako, Chris Kreider. Like, we know who these guys are. I think when you get into their third and fourth line, though, I think the Blue Jackets, I'll be interested to see how they pair up against those because they're going to have a huge advantage, I feel like. from the for, Like, when you compare rosters, people are going to look at this game between the New York Rangers and the Columbus Blue Jackets and be like, oh, the Flyers are the I keep calling them the Flyers, but they it's because I watched a little bit of their game against the Sabres and they were flying in that game. Like seriously, like the Rangers are gonna be tough again. But this is an opportunity for the Columbus Blue Jackets to just shut up the haters like me who start their YouTube videos by saying, We suck. This is a chance for the Blue Jackets to get some points against the Rangers, get two points against the Rangers. And just take it all back. Just take it all back. Get this thing right back on track. Because, listen, after you play the Rangers, you got the Red Wings and the Flames at home. And then you go on the road to Minnesota. So 
I think those are four winnable games before you come back home and play the Ducks. And I think that's a winnable game. And then you play the Canadians. Like the Blue Jackets have an opportunity here to stack the wins. It starts with this game Saturday night, which is a game that I think we were all worried about. Like looking at the schedule early on, we're like, oh, we open up with the Flyers. How nice is that? And then you see, oh, Rangers coming to town Saturday. That's that's no fun. But I think the Blue Jackets taking the L on Thursday night, looking at this film, maybe just Pascal Vincent getting in this room and saying like, hey, these Flyers, they came, they came in, they were flying, okay? They played towards hockey. Let's put this one away. Let's focus on the Rangers. If we beat the Rangers, we're going to be right back in the we can get to the playoffs thing. And, like, it's crazy to be, like, after one game, oh, we're not a playoff team. That's my point. It's like it's crazy to be like it's crazy to be like that after two games. But listen, the Blue Jackets are at home here. They need to get some. They need to get some wins. You don't want to fall too far behind the eight ball. And like I just said, I've read the the upcoming games. It's 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 Red Wings, Flames, Wild Ducks, Canadians. Like the Blue Jackets should be able to get some wins in those games. So it's not like this game against the Rangers is a must win game. If anything, this game against the Rangers is an opportunity to do to the Rangers what the Flyers just did to you, which is the Rangers coming in off of a huge opening night, probably a game that they knew had a lot of hype going into it because it's New York Rangers versus the Buffalo Sabres in state rivalry in Buffalo. Buffalo is this team that everybody's expect. People are just giving Tage Thompson the Rocket Richard Trophy already, um, and and you just go in there. And you start to, and you just, you dominate them. They dominated them five to one. Igor Shesterkin was unbelievable last night. I bet, again, they probably, this is a team coming to Columbus that probably feels like not only do they have the better goalie, which is true. I think Igor Shesterkin, as of now, has, as of late, has been the better goal goaltender. I don't think anybody would contend that. Even the, the, the biggest Elvis diehard fan would even. Uh, submit that Igor Shesterkin right now better goaltender. Like it'd be it'd be interesting to see if like it would be funny if the Rangers just said we're not even going to start Shesterkin for this game. We're gonna we're gonna give Jonathan Quick a revenge game because he was a Columbus Blue Jacket for like two minutes. Didn't ever put on a Blue Jackets jersey, but that was hilarious. So that's a little revenge game for him. That'd be. I wonder if they'll do like a little like some silly like welcome video or something. I don't know. That's that's if the Blue Jackets had a sense of humor, which you never know. But um, I think this is a game where the Rangers are coming in after what I bet was an emotional opening night game against the Sabers, a, a chance to bury a in-state rival from all their high hopes which hey it could it could be worse right we could be sabers fans we could have gone to an opening night game and just watched them get smoked and i bet losing to a really good rangers team probably feels the exact same as losing to a really bad island uh, flyers team i'm getting all my metro teams just just they're just all in my head just in one big pot and I'm just throwing them all around and it's just all, it's all gross looking because this division's tough, but I bet this is a chance for the Columbus blue jackets to come into this game, steal some points, sneak up on the Rangers, maybe get a couple goals early in that first period and just lock back down on defense. And then, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if this game got into a shootout, uh, not like an actual 
like shootout at the end. That wouldn't be surprising either, but a a high scoring affair. I think the Blue Jackets can put a lot of goals up on Igor Shesterkin. And even if they do lose this game like five to four or something, and Elvis has a bad night, but they put four or five goals on Igor Shesterkin, I'll sit back and be like, hey, this team's back. The offense is clicking. Things look good again. I'm happy. And I think we all would be happy. Um, we wouldn't be happy with the result, but again, the Blue Jackets are still a little thin on goalie. They don't have Daniil Tarasov, who we believe is the future starting goaltender of this franchise. He was the best goalie other than Corpusalo last year. So I expect when he gets back in the lineup, things are going to start to look better for Columbus. Heck, he might have even pitched a shutout last night against those Flyers. Elvis did look good. I'm not at a point where I'm blaming him for this. I still want Elvis. I still think Elvis is going to improve this year. I think last night's game against the Flyers was an absolute um, example of that. Like, he already looked better last night. And if he can beat the, the Rangers on Saturday night, things are going to start to look better. So let me see if I got a text from Jay on his score prediction because I'd like to get that in there. And I did not. I did not get a text from Jay on the score prediction for the game. I'm sure we will tweet that out, and I'll give you our handles on Twitter in just a second. I'm going to predict a – I don't know if I'm allowed to predict a loss, but I'm going to say this is a 4-3 loss for the Jackets. I don't think they win against the New York Rangers. I think the New York Rangers are just a step ahead of them right now. So I'm going to say it's a 4-3 loss, and I'm going to say Johnny Gaudreau gets the first goal for Columbus in this one. Jay and I are doing a little competition. That's why I had to make sure I got that in there. Thank you so much for checking us out today. You will hear us on Monday react to this Rangers game. And then also we will be previewing the Red Wings game that Monday as well because that's coming up for you guys. That one is also at home Monday night. So big upcoming two games for Columbus, two original six teams in the house. So you know there's going to be plenty of away fans. So you know the energy is going to be it's going to be up. I expect that the Blue Jackets will obviously pack the house as well with their own fans. And it should be a good game. Uh, again, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Locked on Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms, YouTube, and the SiriusXM app. My name is Hayden Heilshorn. You can find me on Twitter at HaydenH971. You can find Jay on Twitter at underscore J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find the show at L-O underscore Blue Jackets. You can also email us, LockedOnBlueJackets at gmail.com. Thank you once again for listening, and until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.